as I take this walk or awareness of Mike moving around in this nice little park I made a lot of recognitions looking back into my life and I think that's what growth is is looking back and realizing differences and a good example for me was that you know the story of Mike was you know guys playing hockey looking for love looking for companionship it's been heartbroken many times whatever like when you actually look deep into the situation I have not been heartbroken I've broken my own heart and it's that accountability realizing that every relationship with somebody else is a relationship with yourself it's that simple you don't look at it that way everything somebody else says is not going to exactly mean what you think it is because that's your interpretation of what they're saying so it's really tough, I guess, to find a common ground because everyone has their own perception. But when you put away your perception or the, the beliefs, if you have beliefs, if you put them away, just be there for somebody that's also being there, being present with yourself. And recognizing that you can have a relationship with anyone and everyone. No one is a stranger. Because they're you. <laughs> That's always how I see it. It's, it's, you can go up to somebody and compliment their shoes, compliment their shirt. Because that's you. No one's a stranger. No one's a bad person. No one's a good person. If you want to use the labels, because those are all labels of things. We're all people. That's a label. But even then, are we? That's a question people don't like to ask because we like comfort. We like security. We like to have control of our lives. We, we essentially want everything to go a certain way. And you know, with like a recent TikTok that I posted it's like I, I'm i saying all these things because like it's things I've recognized in my life and everyone we're all in one big experience we have different experiences but it's all the life experience that is the one expectation coming into this year with this junior hockey team you told certain things, but when you're told certain things, you create an expectation. I was expected to be starting goalie. I'm the third string goalie. I'm not embarrassed by that. Not disheartened by that. I was at one point, but that's when I was stuck in my thought process and ego of myself. So just bracing, I'm here, I'm playing hockey. It's the experience, I enjoy the sport. I enjoy being around my teammates. All of this is just an experience. And the experience can be whatever you make it or want it to be. Instead of just having it be like, I guess you could say for this example, like I could be miserable right now because I'm not playing. And, you know, I practice and work hard, but I'm not the starting goalie. But I'm not. Because that doesn't define me. It doesn't make me better or like lesser of a person. You are perfect right now. There's no getting better. There's no achievements. I think that we see it as like realizing there's nothing to achieve is like an achievement of its own. But even then, that's still an idea. Life is simple. We overcomplicate it with labels. Labels is like, labels is everything. Looking around me. We have labels for all these things. Tree, snow, Mike, like building. Like if none of those labels existed, you could kind of see like, we're all just 
this experience is all just this one thing. That's it. There's no division. Division is only created perception and the ego. And ego itself. I don't think a lot of people understand what ego means. When they hear ego, they hear like, again, that's perception. When you hear a word, you think of something. Ego is your, your character, your narrative, like your story. Like Mike, like that is the ego, like the, the story of Mike. Mike's desires, all those things go hand in hand with the ego. The ego is ego is not oh some cocky person. That's but that's a that's a perception people usually carry with them. Oh, that's pretty very egotistical. Is essentially very full of yourself, as in of your perception of your narrative, and that you take it for absolute truth. That Mike is always right. Nobody can change Mike's mind. Or is no, you know, people can do whatever, doesn't matter. And that's a very, it's okay, like that's an okay way of living. There's no right or wrong way of living. But you're restricting yourself. You're not there for others. Because you're only living your life caring about yourself. But the ego, you're caring about the ego yourself. You're creating division. Instead of realizing there is no division and that yourself is limitless. Everything, everybody, the environment, the universe, that's you know why I say we're all God. Because the idea of God and the idea of religion is limiting. Religion limits people because it's essentially the Bible, for example, has many like lessons and whatnot. And I have not read it yet. And I actually do want to delve into it because of all these recognitions I've made. I would be reading it from more of an objective standpoint than a, like any sort of bias. Like they're telling you what is right and what's wrong. Somebody else is dictating what you think. And you're believing it. People that are religious are taking something else and putting full faith in it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I see that's very limiting. You're acting a certain way, doing certain things because a book told you so. Because you believe some grandfather God upstairs in heaven is judging you for doing your things. There's a lot of Christian people Especially there's some religious people in the hockey scene that are very bigoted. And it's very ironic to me because, you know, they're just not good people. Again, good. That's also my perception. But very bigoted, very inhumane. They act nasty towards other people. They don't regard other people as equal to them. They think they're better than other people. That's all ego. Yet they think God is going to save them because they believe. That's religion. A lot of these people that are religious. It may not be the most wonderful people if you actually get to know them. And that's even religion ideas limiting. But then people are like using religion as a, a scapegoat. I can go and do this, but I know I'm going to be okay. Because I'm going to heaven because I believe in God. Heaven's right here. Heaven's realized, at least for my perspective, which a lot of other people share this, not that that even matters. Heaven's right here. Heaven's realizing there is no division. There is no duality. Like, you can just be here, be with other people, be enthusiastic and enjoy any little thing. I'm walking around in a park right now and it's fun looking around at all these things, seeing this beautiful view, also realizing this is all me. It's all the experience. We label things as, you know, like I've said before, like trees and stuff, but like we don't have to. You can just sit there and look. 
Your eyes are the gateway to your experience. And even if you're blindness and you have other senses for your experience, you, you are your experience. You create it. You are it. God's a creator. Then you're God. You're creating this. You're creating this experience. If you want to have faith in, you know, some mythical being above, go for it. But, but at the same time, question, why do I believe this? Do I th is there really? Because if you're blindly believing in something, then you're limiting yourself. Why can't you be God who said that? Because God's perfect. You're perfect. Saying you're imperfect or be, because we make mistakes and whatnot doesn't mean we're not perfect. Those are just actions. That's the ego. That's the narrative, the character. But we are not that. We're the awareness of it. We use it. The ego is a tool to have fun. Experience life, connect with people. And when you realize that, you can have fun and be enthusiastic about anything and everything. If you're doing a laundry, like something like, yeah, it's kind of, you can make something of it. Being enthusiastic, you know, like there's never a dull moment. And there at least doesn't have to be. You find yourself sitting, you know, in your bed, on your couch. Most people go on their phone, go and scroll on TikTok. And that is okay. That is an option. Everything is optional. You also can just sit, look around, look at the tiny details in your couch. Walk around, look outside. Like, all these things we take for granted because we know they're there, but, like, I'm walking around this park. There's a lot of, I could stop and look at this tree and see, like, the tiny details. And it goes even deeper and deeper into that. Like, it's that... It's that crazy. Like, everything's, like, so cool. And that's enthusiasm. Something as basic as a tree. How beautiful a tree is if you really look into the depths. And that's, like, everyone. That's, like, people. Everything's interconnected. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's interesting. Everyone's cool. Everyone has things that, like, make them unique. I think one thing, you know, my brother and I talk about this stuff all the time. And we've right, like made a good recognition that you are your own downfall in a lot of things if you look back. Just like I recognized with several girls in my past that I, I broke my own heart. I had a sort of responsibility in every situation. Because I was only thinking about myself. Instead of not worrying about myself. Just being present. Judging yourself, anxiety, depression, labels, they're all labels. You know, when I talk about how depression is not a disease, it's a deep, it's an intense feeling. It's when you're not okay with who you are. You think you should be somebody else, something else. That's expectation. You're judging yourself. Instead of embracing just where you are right now, rock bottom's nice. I've been there. <laughs> we, I feel like everybody's been there to some degree. Some people might be there right now. Embrace it. We're not rock bottom and things don't make sense. Embrace that. Question everything. You're there for a reason. Embrace it. There's nowhere you're supposed to be other than here where you are right now. It's that simple. And when you do that, when you think that Oppression or anxiety is an issue with you, something wrong with you, it's going to stick around. And you're treating it as something that's just not okay. It's going to be chilling, 
persistent. You're creating a prison. And that's what we call hell. That's hell. The mental turmoil, the confusion. And then going to the doctor. Going to the doctor for anything mental. To me, they're just, most of them are just going to prescribe you something. Because they get a profit out of that. Maybe even commissions for the profit. Anything mental is within you, you can fix. Even looking at something to fix. It's not about fixing anything. It's about letting go of the need to fix. Sitting and embracing what's going on. Not that I need to say this, but just to show I've, I've been there. This past summer, I, I've... I was so anxious with a lot of things going on, with how people thought of me, with how things were going. I essentially, even though I was working out and I gained muscle, I couldn't eat. I lost 10 pounds because I couldn't eat. I would throw up constantly because of my thoughts. I would, I would be thinking all this, all sorts of different things about myself and oh no, like this could happen, this could happen. And thinking I would be less of a person if something happened. And when I was rejecting those thoughts. And when you do that, that sensation in your stomach comes. And you throw up. But I've recognized that. For a, a point, I didn't know why I was doing it. I didn't know what was wrong. And that's where people are. But now that I've made that recognition, that's why I'm here saying all these things. Talk about this stuff. When people always ask me like, why are you doing this? Whatever, you know. Completely different person. Because I let go. I let go of the person that you thought I was. That person is not here anymore. That's an idea that you hold on to. I don't hold on to any of those ideas. I don't take life seriously. I get caught up here and there. We all do. And what, But now I recognize... I'm getting caught up. And that's something you guys may have to do. It's all within you. I'm here talking to myself. Walking around. I'm not changing your mind. I'm not telling you to be a certain way. Because only you can do that. No one's changing your mind. You're changing your mind. It's like I said, it's all you. Me talking to you. You can sit and listen. And it's your choice to resonate with this or not. You always have a choice for anything and everything. Just because you act a certain way doesn't mean that's who you are. That's how you acted. If you're a very quiet person, you don't have to live your whole life being a quiet person. If you're someone who likes listening but doesn't like talking, you don't have to go your whole life listening without talking. Talking's fun. Doing it right now. I used to be one of those people that only liked to listen. I didn't like to talk. And now I love talking. But I also love listening. You can do it both. You can do it all. You can do anything and everything. You don't have to limit yourself to one thing. You don't have to be... There is no master of one thing. You can do something because you enjoy it and be enthusiastic about it. And then the next day, not have to do it again. Because you don't hold on to that. I could quit playing hockey tomorrow. And have no issues. Really. You may miss it, but that's also getting caught up in the attachment Missing the idea of it. Missing someone. It's all simple. Simpler than a, what we make it. And it's like... I can say ironic. A lot of things I look back when... You know... Like parts of my life... Where I just take things super seriously... When you take things super seriously, you're actually cutting yourself off from your true potential. 
pretty sure it's a study shown that you are more attentive and grasp more in a playful mood or playful attitude towards it. So why not be in a playful mood about life as a whole? Imagine that. You know, something I write on my stick is life is a game because it is. That's also just the label, but just the way I look at it, because life's fun. It's an experience. You know, we we get caught up in the we got to, you know, do this and you got to be a millionaire. You got to have all these cool cars. Even then, I, I was caught up in that idea for a very long time. Because hearing that, thinking about that, like, yeah, that'd be cool. But then it's like, to get to there, what does that entail? You can have money, you can have cars, but I've seen a lot of rich people that are miserable. When you're like that, you have more responsibilities. More things to maintain. I think it's just finding a balance. What's wrong with the minimalist life? You know, I say that and I, I'm not a very minimalist person. I think, you know, one thing where I am right now is I, I do like experiences and I do kind of like things. I'm not attached to them. But like a common thing, a common one for me is like cars. Like I like cool cars. I like sports cars. But for the experience, every car is its own unique experience. Even though the general experience is just a car. Just like all of us. People label. We all have the, we're all part of the one experience, but we all have our unique features. And, you know, like I said before, our interests, hobbies, like everything can go back to us. Just in a car. There's a, shit ton of different cars and models within brands and this and that but like you look at brands are like families like they have similar genetics similar motors like everything is like interconnected everything's connected you have certain car brands made in a certain part of a country or country in general like uh, everything's just everything for me. Everything's just fascinating. I, I like I said, I, I do get caught up sometimes in thinking about myself and you know getting bummed out. But that's it's been so much less, so much less. And I don't even remember the last time where I puked because of some thoughts of myself. Like essentially, that feeling of like anxiety will come here and there, but for different reasons. Because anxiety at the core is a fear of the unknown. And that feeling will come up. For me, that feeling will come up a little bit before I jump into something I've never done before. Something new. But I embrace it. I know that's what that, I know why that feeling's coming. I embrace it. I'm like, oh, I'm anxious about it. Like, I get excited about it. You can feel your feelings. And understand your feelings. They're yours. You're feeling it. It's not, it's not something happening to you. It's not something wrong with you. It's your feeling. <laughs> Take accountability for it. I think I, I've, I've always been this way, you know, where... I don't care how people think of me. I just say what I see. And in a hockey environment for me here, very hockey players, very egotistical, very egocentric environment. Um, like, I like hockey. I understand the game on a system level, fundamental level. And... Again, me helping my team is helping myself. Me trying to better my teammates is bettering myself and my experience and my team. Sometimes I even get caught up in that and then my own performance has dipped because of that. 
Just why I said the balance being selfish. It's all selfish to some degree, but the ego self, I guess you could say. But early on, the season had a lot of pushback. A lot of guys call me names. Take what I'm saying personally. The ego, the ego feels challenged. Anything taking personally is when your ego is challenged or you have that perception. But I'm not, I'm not challenging anyone on that level. I'm just trying to help you. Trying to show you something maybe you don't see. And I welcome people to do that for me. I don't need that because I don't need anything. Nobody needs anything except what you got right now. But I'm always a welcome to it. I'm a very open-minded person. I'm a very open-door person. I've had my, you know, you have that, you know, bouncing back and forth between that. Because while everyone is me, some people take things for granted. And again, that's also kind of back into the thought of self. Because what, is, what does that mean? What is taken for granted? Value. All, everything, all these things, I, like, everything I say is questionable. It's got to sit. When I'm saying these things, you just got to sit and like think about it yourself. Or don't. <laughs> you know, you can be listening to me talking, but end up thinking about yourself or getting caught up and then not even hearing what I'm saying. I've experienced that. I, I've had to rewind things because I realized, oh, oh, oh. I catch myself though. Some people don't. They just go on and on. Oh, I'm thinking about myself. I'm not hearing what's being told right now. Notice that. If you're listening to a song or you're, you know, like a podcast or something or even somebody and then you start spacing out and thinking about yourself or thinking about something, you're, you're no longer in that moment. You're physically there, but you're no longer listening. You no longer can really understand or hear what's going on. That distinction is evident. I, I've experienced that. You can almost zone out and then... When someone's talking, you hear the noise, but you're not comprehending. And I think that happens a lot in this day and age because there's so many distractions. Attention, awareness. It's, it's really hard to find. I walk everywhere looking. I'm aware. I look around in my surroundings. I know for this video, I'm looking at myself, but you know, I perk up here and there. Um, I, I'm just aware. I'm looking around. I look at people, make eye contact with people. So I feel like when you make eye contact with people, you're bringing them here. You're bringing them into the moment. They can be walking around, thinking about themselves, blank staring, still somewhat present because you're always present to some degree. And then boom, you almost get that feeling. Oh, someone's looking at me. You become attentive. And I love that. You know, not long ago, I was walking around in the city, looking everywhere. And people say, you know, don't do that. Keep your head down. You're going to look like you don't belong there. But again, that's all hearsay. That's all belief. That if you're looking around, you're going to stand out. Well, what's wrong with that? nothing wrong with standing out there's nothing right or wrong with fitting in standing out but the way I look at it me looking on being attentive that's just me being myself being the moment being the moment experiencing everything catching everything I can which is great when you're walking around with your head down you're still like there's still stuff to look at it's beautiful not saying you're, not, you're missing anything, but 
is it or do you do like people do that because of fear they feel like somebody's gonna do this do this but then you realize all those things all those fears are made up and sure anything can happen but people like when you when fear fear in itself is you're like hoping a certain event or outcome to something doesn't happen that's fear fear of death hoping it doesn't happen instead of sitting i could die tomorrow i know that i could die tomorrow if it happens it happens i had a wonderful 20 years experience again whatever that is it's just one ongoing experience i'm not bothered by that anymore you know, when you're in those certain moments where you may be near death, that may change. Like, I'm still... It's been a while since I've been up high, but I'm still a little bit afraid of heights. Like, there's those things that have to still be let go, you know. Not everything's let go, like, you know, I've let go of. But I still ponder about them more and more. I think about them more and more. I question just everything. Because why not? It's fun. Life is a game. Just keep questioning. You don't have to settle on an answer. You don't. And I think we are here. And all these things around us. And like I guess you can say life advances. Even though I think it's advancing in a direction that is not my ideal. It's more of a very egotistical direction. Very materialistic direction very divided direction but inventions technology it's all the result of questioning can i do this what could happen what would happen if i do this that's it just being curious people that are well i guess you could say success is subjective there's everyone has their different forms of success but i guess we could say in society so having a lot of money, success, is a lot of these people, well, yeah, they may have been born into wealth. They're still curious people. They're thinking outside of the box. It's a very common saying. But if you actually break down that thought, like that, that phrase, outside of the box, because outside of the box is outside of yourself outside of the like you know the societal norm outside of your experience because the box is the people living the lives that they're themselves and their ego is the absolute truth and that all they only they matter nobody else matters they're better than everybody else that's the box you're in a, you're in a cage Because when you're that way, you're cutting yourself off from everybody else. You're not embracing anybody else. Because anybody else is there. Myself is there. My values and beliefs need to be defended. Because if not, if someone challenges me, and there's a right or wrong, that somebody's better than me and nobody can be better than me, there is no better your value is not dictated by other people's beliefs towards you or actions nothing's personal you know I've looked back on a lot of things you know high school and whatnot and like a lot of mean things were said to me a lot I was very much the quiet attendant like a quiet aware I always listened I always was paying attention to my surroundings, but I was still stuck, you know, in the thought process of myself, which is very common in high school. In high school, also very egotistical environment. And being told that certain things made me feel like less of a person. But anyway, and I sat like now thinking about it, like, man, that person that said those things to me they must have some stuff going on because it has nothing to do with me. 
you know, in that past, I haven't remember like a, a, a moment like a girlfriend I had a long time ago. And the guy was like, oh, she's ugly. I've kissed more girls you have in a night than you have your whole life. But if we actually sit there and break down that situation, he's jealous. Because anybody can go around partying and kissing all these people. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But companionship, having someone there, I think is something beautiful. I'm not attached to the idea of love, but I think love is a cool thing. Just finding somebody else, but also realizing that's also you and that other person is just a learning experience for yourself. But that you can find and be yourself with and they can be themselves. And you're just together sharing the experience. I think that's beautiful. And while it's comparing you know, to like the hookup culture that we're part of. We don't have to be, but at least that society is right now. I think companionship is something much more powerful and beautiful. Not that like, like I said, which I always say, there is no right or wrong way of living life or doing things. But it's like, for me, like I, I don't, I don't see the need or the want to just go around and hooking up with all these people, all these girls, whatever. Because doing that, there may be you know girls that are into that as well, but usually to get to that point takes a lot of levels of intimacy and feelings and whatnot, and. I think that's just something for companionship that hooking up is just like I dare I say you know feels wrong it's just something at least for me that I wouldn't do you want to do it go ahead I'm not going to do that it's just not something I want to do and that's okay and, and now it all goes back to judgment. Like, don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Those are all labels. Like, oh, I've been with this many people. Good for you. Have you been with them because you want to be with them and you actually thought they were cool people? Or did you do it just to, you know, satisfy your needs? Again, nothing wrong with either of those. But kind of just shows people are where people are at how are people how much they're just looking out for themselves and I think it's crazy that more and more today that's being like rewarded in certain environments like that's like supported Oh, like I said, when you're in a very, like, hockey team, very egotistical, like, things like that, it's supported. That makes you more of a man if you've slept with more women. What does that mean? What does more of a man mean? It's all labeling. That's all some made-up shit. It's all made up. There's no being more of a man. There's no less of a man. Like, I remember uh, talking to my brother he matched with some girl on Tinder and he said funny enough that he's on that he, he said that um, you know hey you're beautiful I hope you have a wonderful day and nothing don't let 10 seconds re- ruin the, re- like the rest of the 60,000 or whatever of the day and she was like oh my god you're doing the most like I want to talk to a real man and he said like, what is a real man? Like, she started calling him out. But again, it has nothing to do with him. That's all her interpretation of him. But that's all an interpretation of her. Like, that's herself. It's all herself. Like, like you know, a common thing is like, girls want assholes. Girls that want like, listen to that. It's like, who cares? Just be yourself. 
whatever that is. <laughs> but also recognize that just because you act a certain way doesn't mean you can change that. You can always be the change. You are the change. You want to do something, do it. Do it because you want to. I'll do things because you think they're going to make you a better person. There is no better person. Just do things because they interest you. You think they're cool. You think they're fun. You enjoy them. Because why not? Who doesn't want to do things they enjoy? And, you know, there may be people out there that don't, you know? It's, it's like, that's all okay. I understand. I'm an understanding person, I guess you could say. Maybe I'm not. We look at it as more and more. I let go of things. I'm aware. And I also... While you're aware, you know, you get caught up in the, the ego, like judging other people and the differences. But also, I just like admire other people. And while I know like judgments may be made, I don't really pay attention to them as much. Because I can see myself in everyone. Now, I can somewhat see also why people do certain things. And you know so I say like you know some people in the environment I'm surrounded with aren't great people which again that's all up for it's all perception based just of what I see somebody might be like oh that's a wonderful person but just of what I've heard and their actions actions I think speak louder than words that I can see those things but then I think about it as like that's not a bad person nobody's a bad person they're acting this way but there's a reason there's a reason they're doing that. Hurt people hurt people. People that are confused. They don't know what's going on. People that are hurt. And they don't know why they're hurt. Or they don't want to deal or face their reality. They don't want to face the hurt and they run away from it. And then they project it onto others. That's why I say. If you're getting made fun of. If something's happened to you. Feel sympathy for that person making fun of you. Step outside of yourself. Step outside of your ego and realize, man, like that other person just might have shit going on and it has nothing to do with me. It, it's like, it's crazy like that. I guess you could say like that's a power of its own. You're not, you're not, you know, hurt by those things anymore. Because you just let them be. You look at it for like, you're looking at it for the deeper than the face value. That, like, that person is not attacking you, they're attacking themselves. Just that create the creation of the division is that, like, the, um, the projection, the projection of their suffering onto you. You know, the people I think I see here, like, like Oh yeah, you know, that's just how I kid around. Like, that's just how I... That's my sense of humor. Making fun of other people. Now... I can get that to a certain degree. But even then in itself... You know, like the phrase, like, busting balls. Like, you know, I've grown up in that kind of situation. So I very much understand that. I very much recognize sarcasm. And all that. I mean, sometimes I don't. Everyone has their own different uh, versions of sarcasm. Because again, everyone has their own way of doing things. So, you know, I think like making fun of people, there's a point. And I see a lot of, in my environment, a lot of people like really go beyond. And it's sad because, you know, people understand like when you say something to somebody... They don't forget it. They, Depending on how meaningful or meaningless it was. Like if it was something impactful. Something towards another character. Especially when you are you know very much living. Like your ego is your, the absolute truth. And that everything towards you is an attack. And that somebody thinks this way it's the end of the world. Those things will stick. You know. Like that moment I talked about before. With the, the high school situation. That stuck. And I still remember it. Because that I guess you could say. Was a traumatizing event. I was there. 
I'm still here now. I appreciate that moment because from that moment, I've gotten an insight. Like, wow, like that person, I hope that person's doing well. And uh, I don't hate that person. I don't hate anybody. You know, people have treated me various ways throughout my life. But, you know, I get caught up sometimes in thinking about those things, but I no longer let that bother me because it's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. And my value does not go up or down whether people like me. And if you guys recognize that yourselves, it's freeing. Just be authentic. Take, like, be enthusiastic about what you like to do. Talk to people. Be interested in other people. I just say these as suggestions, of course. You don't have to do any of this. But conversations are wonderful. Going up to somebody that you may not even know saying something, introducing yourself, and just talking about something because that's you. Every conversation you have with somebody else, you're just learning something more about yourself, about you. Because everyone's you. You're the universe. You're God. You're the tree right here. Like, who says you're not? You. <laughs> you're the only one saying that. The, you know, I think a common thing which even I, I have gone through as well, is um, judgment, which I think judgment ego is like a good basis of this talk I've had. Like, oh, well, if I do this, then people might think, no, 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 no. The then people that you created is you. It's your idea of what you would do, but through your perspective. Other people don't think the exact way you do. Like, that's the duality. That's the division. It's just, everyone has their own perception and everyone has their own thoughts. They're just thoughts. You don't have to take ownership. But the thoughts are not the same. What I'm thinking about right now may not be what you're thinking about right now. It could be. But, in that regard, when somebody says, if I do something other people or I feel like someone else or this person or like they like everyone is they or you know that's just something you're creating in your head and you're limiting yourself I know people that don't do things or don't live a certain way or chase after something because they feel like if they did that people wouldn't like them for it do you know how like sad that is that's sad you're not doing what you want because you think someone else won't like that or people won't agree with you. If I, if I really like thought that way, I wouldn't be having these talks like I do. I recognize there's going to be people and there's already been people that call me crazy. What are you on? Like, like you're, you're like not the same anymore. Like where it might go. Like. That's funny, where did my go? But then I realized like, that has nothing to do with me. That's their perception of me, their ideas of me. That's their responsibility, not mine. I'm just here talking to myself in this great experience. I don't. Well, I listen and I'm aware and I look at the feedback. I know that that's their response to what I'm saying their perception of what I'm saying I didn't make you feel something I didn't make you do anything you did that to yourself and that's a difficult conversation to have I'll have it for sure I love the difficult conversations because in a difficult conversations that's when growth occurs if someone walks away from a conversation with me angry that may just be all that's necessary. You don't need to end things on good terms because that's all 
sub, like that subjective, what is good terms? Good terms could be them being angry. Because then them realizing, why am I angry? Like then it's just start. It's all planting a seed. It's all I'm doing. I'm planting a seed. Whatever you guys do with it, that's up to you. I, of course, just want best for everyone, which is the best for myself. And in that, I feel really free. And why not share that experience with as many people as I can? Because in that way, because everything is going back to me, I'm making my environment better and more enjoyable. Because while that may be improving other people's lives, that's also improving mine. Selfish is not a bad thing. Again, there's no bad. There's no good. That's a really tough thing to let go of. That there's good and bad. That's judgment. That's interpretation on something. There's no good action or bad action. It's just the action. Everything else attached to it is perception and judgment. Anything can be looked at in a good or bad way. What something somebody might think is a good thing, somebody could think is a bad thing. Which is why if you think out of look at that scenario, it's like, well then, you know, what is that? What is good or bad? What is it? Um so I think this may be a first episode. I don't know of what. You know, I do I've always wanted to been wanting at least to start a podcast. I may make this like first episode of it. You know, I'm walking around just about an hour. Walking around in this park. Snow is getting a little more intense. It's just flurries, but I think that this is a wonderful conversation. I love to do it with other people. I've seen some teammates, my brother. But I think for a first having this, you know, by myself. And now I'm always myself, even with other people. Um, yeah. So uh, this has been episode one. I don't know the name of it yet. Maybe they'll get there, maybe not. But yeah. So uh, thanks for listening along. And uh, the rest of the day. Bye, everybody.